Hello everybody, welcome to the Williams Project podcast and today we're going to be talking about how everyone needs to have a deep look in the mirror because everything that happens in your life is your responsibility. You like that deep voice, that intro? It's like a late night radio show. Spicing it up. Welcome everyone, good to have you back for episode 43. Firstly, apologies, we missed a few days last week of the podcast. Uh, it not was bullshit, we've not got making, no excuses. Not making any excuses, but uh, we are not full-time podcasters. So we do actually have a real business and do real things, but we do apologise for missing those few days of valuable information. Yeah, we also couldn't think of a, a topic. Um, but today we have a fantastic topic, a topic that needs to be discussed a lot more, which is personal accountability. Now, we live in a world, and it just I actually can't look at my Facebook feed sometimes because it's just everyone blaming everyone else for their problems and why they don't have this or could have that or one person looked at them this way or this happened or that happened. The reality is you have to take responsibility and we don't see enough responsibility in this life. So Blair, this is your topic idea. Let's get some examples underway. Yeah, well, the truth is, guys, as Matthew just touched on, whether it be social media, the news, the press, whatever you get your source of information from, everything you're reading is giving you the self-belief that something else is going to give you change in your life, whether that's Labor getting into government, National getting into government, the council changing something, some high ideologically idea. God, that's a big word. Uh, ideological? Ideological? Idea. We're going to have to move on from that. Yeah, all right. But it gives you this big idea that someone else is responsible based on the government, local councils, friends, family members, those big driven changes like the George because Floyd of your thing we're going your through. Sex. Yeah, your race, your sex. The, the truth is, guys, you are solely responsible. Obviously, you're not solely responsible for everything that happens in your life. If traumatic things happen to your partner or your family, you can't control those. But it's it's the basic stuff. If you're overweight, it is your fault. If you're in a job you're not happy with, it is your fault. If you don't like your boss, he might be a colossal dick. It is still your fault because you choose to but go there every day. But before all the people on the internet go, oh, well, what if someone gets molested as a child? Look, that's not your fault. It's mm. fucking terrible. Bad things still happen. Yeah, we're talking about adults. Yeah, but yeah. there's a reality. There's there's a, a culture of accountability that we want to bring that we don't feel is strong enough in society. You are accountable for your life. You're accountable for your actions. You're accountable for what goes on. If you don't like, if you don't like your country, move to another one or push for change. But don't do it in one of those real annoyy, whiny, pull-down statue ways. The Karen, voice. The Karen <laughs> ways, right? Do it in a way where, I like what Jordan Peterson says about this. If you can make your own bed and look after yourself and you build yourself up to be good and strong and able to lead people and have your shit together, you'll then have people around you, whether that be a business or some sort of group or something, and then you prove your ability to lead that group of people. It might start with your family, then it starts with a wider group of friends, then it's a business, then it's a larger business. And if you've gone through all those steps, yeah, sure, you actually are probably in a place where you can get out and make a difference in the world, but... If you're pushing for change, if you're saying, oh, we need to fix the environment, but you're a real dickhead that like uses 
cups of coffee and what creates your own waste and doesn't make your beard and doesn't present yourself properly and doesn't push yourself for excellence and you're pointing fingers at other people going oh the world's shit because of you you need to stop and take a good look in the mirror and I suppose one of the main things is once you choose to accept that you and you alone are responsible you actually give yourself permission to change what you're doing and where you are up until that point of accepting that you're responsible it is so much easier to go oh well we've got a national government at the moment that's why i'm poor or hey i hate my boss and that's why i'm unhappy until you actually look at them and go i am responsible for this and there will be external circumstances that i don't agree with no matter what happens you then actually set yourself up to go to those next steps of change yeah, and, and also I, I was reading a book the other day which I really liked. It was called, I think, Everything is Fucked by Matt Manson. Matt, yeah, I think it's Matt Manson, Mark Manson. Sorry if I butchered his the name. The Orange Book. The Orange it. Book, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Isn't that the subtle art of not giving a fuck? Or is there's two. There's two. two. Yeah. I actually don't know what one I started. The Orange one, though. Yeah. But anyway, the point being, he made this really great quote, and he said, look back at all of your decisions in life, right? And let's just pick one small piece of life relationships. Pretty much for every person on the planet, every one of their past relationships, they look back on it and go, oh, thank God. Thank God I'm not with that person. Like, I'm really happy with where I am now, or I'm more happy. And he said, every assumption we have in life is wrong. You know what I mean? You go back 500 years and people think that if you cut someone open and put leeches on them, it's going to cure cancer. You know what I mean? Every core belief we have is probably wrong. But what happens is as we grow, we come to a position where we're slightly less wrong. So the partner you chose when you were 18 versus the partner you chose when you were 20 versus the partner you chose when you were 25, you weren't necessarily being right. You were just slightly less wrong. wrong. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. And if you understand, if you have the humility to look at your decisions and say, I don't know everything. I probably know nothing and I'm probably wrong but what decision can I make to make me less wrong where can I get information to make my opinion closer to right than wrong but we're never going to be right because in a thousand years people are going to look back at our society and just laugh and think we're idiots apart from one bedroom and oh, two bedroom right. townhouses <laughs> just in that subliminal society messaging society will not disagree with those yeah but Matt actually makes a really good point like as, as far as self-responsibility going how can I be less wrong is actually a way easier way to look at it than going how can I make sure I'm 100% right the, and actually my stepmother taught me a fantastic point and um, believe it or not I was quite a um, what's the word how do I describe myself as a kid um, challenged <laughs> um, I was very I thought I had it all figured out from the age of like 10 and so essentially what my stepmother sat me down one day and she said no matter what, no matter how certain you are of an, of an opinion or a stance, always give yourself an out. Because if you look someone in the eye and you say, I am a thousand percent sure that Johnny's wearing a red shirt and Johnny walks in and the shirt's blue, you look like such an idiot. But if you say, I saw Johnny 10 minutes ago, I'm 99% sure he's in red and he comes out in blue, it's like, oh shit, there's that 1%. And it just... One, when you're talking to someone, you sound like a far better quality human being. Um, and two, when you are wrong, you've given yourself an out and you don't look like a dick. And it also opens it up for the discussion. Yeah. If you challenge someone head on saying, I'm a thousand percent sure, 
that it's your fault, they're going to be a lot less likely to try and gauge and dialect dialect dialogue dialogue. I need to take bloody English you need to get one. <laughs> you need to get Shocking. one of those that we app how yeah, the rocket gr- ship I've flying. I've got Grammarly app yeah. on my computer, but they need like a vocal version. <laughs> Jeremy can slot it into some sort of filter on the mic, but it opens it up to dialogue. But as far as a summary, you just have to question everything that makes you unhappy. Write it down and go. How many of these things am I blaming somebody else for? You could go. I'm overweight, and it's because my wife makes unhealthy dinners. That's one example. Yeah, and it's just stupid because it's your fault what you put in your you mouth. Go, I'm underpaid because my employer doesn't pay me enough. Oh, actually, just quoting that book again, he makes a really good point about this. Let's pretend you're not happy with your earning, right? Or you're not happy with um, your partner or something. People are more happy to sit at their job and be angry at their boss for not recognizing how great they are than to actually confront the boss and say, I am more valuable than when you employed me for these reasons and I would like to be remunerated this amount if that's okay with you and if that works for the business. Because when people confront someone about a problem, they have to realise what the world believes and it's far easier to sit there and think the world sucks than to confront the world and check. Because you might go to your boss for a pay rise and he's like, no, sorry, you're only worth 80 grand a year. I apologise, but that's your market value, right? And people were more scared of that hurt people would prefer to sit there not knowing than to go out and know isn't that weird that people would rather not validate their beliefs than to have them validated and be wrong yeah and and that's why you have all sorts of things like the um the earth is flat society and all that there's people that that prefer to sit in ignorance than to be and it just comes back to that thing i was saying before you know nothing, Jon Snow. You know what I mean? You know nothing. Yeah, just try to be less wrong. You, but yeah, how do we be less wrong? And, and this business, right? Myself, I'm sure when we listen to this podcast in two years' time, we'll be like, shit, come Should on, Matthew and Blair. <laughs> like we, but, but we're fine with that. We, we started recording this podcast, what, four, three or four years ago. We were like 22. Now... I'm sure if I listened to some of those episodes, I would cringe, right? But we leave them there so you guys can see that you grow. This is a journey. You start quite wrong and you get less wrong and less wrong and less wrong. And then by the time you get to episode 2000 of this podcast, we're going to be badass people that are pretty close to the truth. Yeah, might even be right. Might even be right on the odd episode. Yeah, but anyway. How to ask for a pay rise episode. That was pretty good though. How to... And how to dominate a job interview. I think it was yeah. just a catchy I think title. Those two. We need to redo that content. Got a job or a pay rise. Good content. Yeah, except someone took the piss out of me for it because they're like, our opening line on the podcast is, oh, we've never really asked for a job before. Yeah, but hey, we're semantics. In the, semantics. Easy from the ivory tower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, what's this topic about? Can't even remember. Self responsibility. God, you get distracted easily. Well, no, actually, can I go off on another tangent? Sure. All right, so, guys, got a story for you. About a year ago, um, I have this pub trick that I do that's really amazing, and I can backflip and sit on top of a door. Really incredible. And I was drinking um, in this bar, and someone challenged me to do it. And believe it or not, I'm not the fine athletic specimen that I used to be when I was 18 working on the tools. And I successfully did the backflip onto the door, um, but I also tore my stomach and gave myself a hernia. 
and it's been a little bit sore and I've sort of been ignoring it. And then I went to the doctor and he's like, no, you gave yourself an umbilical hernia. We're going to cut you open and sew you up. So I've been taking tramadol, which is amazing, by the way. But And um, that's why I'm getting sidetracked because my brain's a bit fried. Or maybe I'm more woke. You just took responsibility for your actions. Or no, it's stupid. I shouldn't. When you get a bit older and you haven't been working on site, you shouldn't be doing things like backflipping onto doors. And getting hernias. Yeah. Because there was no need for me to do that. My mind was strong enough to do it, just my body wasn't. (laughs) So I'm just going to do another quick summary so we don't think about Matthew's umbilical hernia. But I would just highly encourage you all to write down a list of everything that you're blaming someone else for and then really dive deep and go, is it actually their fault or is there something I can do myself to change it and be less wrong about it? Because the world is just, well, not the world, but I'm just so sick of all your excuses. I'm sick of social media, I'm sick of politicians, I'm sick of everyone going, oh, we need this change to get that. It all starts from you and from home. I have a closing statement. It's not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Take responsibility, get it done.